In Louisville and across the country, adults aren't the only ones taking to the streets to protest the killing of Breonna Taylor and victims of police brutality across the country. Kids are there too. And whether they're actively protesting or watching coverage unfold on television and social media, or just talking about the issues around the dinner table, processing this summer's events can be challenging. As Joel Jackson for the Kentucky Center for Investigative Reporting explains, these events are especially traumatizing for children of color. At Waterfront Park, J.J. Hayden is cautiously watching over his younger siblings as they play in the nearby playground. He looks over at me and sighs. It's been the worst summer of my life, definitely by far. He's wearing a Black Lives Matter t-shirt with the painted faces of Breonna Taylor, Trayvon Martin, Eric Gardner, and many more victims of police brutality. This summer, J.J. has organized his own protest against police brutality. At the same time, he's mourning his father who died this past December and grappling with the effects of COVID-19 on his community. But J.J. is only 13 years old, and he's already scared of what the future looks like for him as a young black man. I'm scared to walk home. Whenever I go walk for my sisters, you know, I have to watch behind my back, you know, make sure I don't have my hoodie on if it's cold. So I have my ears freezing because, you know, I don't want to get gunned down just by going to get my sisters. JJ learned from the killing of Trayvon Martin that he can't wear hoodies. He knows from the killing of Tamir Rice that he can't play with toy guns in a park. I could be that kid who got shot for having a toy gun or I could just be laying in my house. Dr. Jessica Griffin is a psychologist and the executive director of the Child Trauma Training Center at the University of Massachusetts Medical School. She says that children of color are at a greater risk of developing additional stress. That's not only because of the global pandemic, but also due to the racial events of this summer. There's something called cumulative exposure to trauma. And so trauma has this kindling effect in the brain and in the body. So the more traumatic experiences you have, doesn't necessarily mean it makes you stronger. It actually makes you more at risk for additional trauma having an impact on you. She explains that while the effects of trauma can look different for everyone, for children who experience trauma at early ages, it can impact their growth and development. So when children are in highly stressed environments or experience chronic and complex trauma, majority of the attention is given to more um, primitive brain structures. So brain structures that are responsible for survival. So this is a child who has to learn how to survive. And so those are the areas of the brain that get the most attention. And that means other, more sophisticated areas of the brain don't get as much attention. That can leave youth with undeveloped prefrontal cortexes, the part of the brain that's involved with having good judgment and decision-making. For Kentucky youth like JJ, he says he already feels traumatized. You know, I want to cry, um, just cry my tears, but I know I have to be, try to be strong for my family, but it's just so heartbreaking, you know, angry, I'm angry and sad at the same time, you know, it's just to have these conversations with my mom and my little sisters and my three-year-old brother, three-year-old brother to tell him, you know, you got to be careful in this world, you know, you'll never know what can happen. Griffin says caregivers play a crucial and fundamental role in helping to prevent trauma, but also in caring for children who may experience traumatic situations. For JJ, that's his mother, Catrice Gills. That woman right there. <laughs> he says he's grateful that mental health care is a priority in his household. My mom, she talks to me about everything, even the smallest things in the world. She's just going to talk to me about it. We have the longest conversations. You know, like I said, most of them leave us in tears. And some of them, like, it helps us, and you just, our conversations really bring us together more than anything. Although JJ says that he is tired and scared of the future, one thing he is proud of is being Black. For the Kentucky Center for Investigative Reporting, I'm Jewel Jackson.